Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Get Your Book Done podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I can't wait to introduce my guest to you because we're going to have a really juicy conversation about love-based authorship. You're in for a real great treat today. But before I introduce Juan Lee, I also want to make sure that you know that this is the month, October 30th of 2021, is when I am hosting my one-day brand new virtual transformational author experience. And trust me, if you like this podcast, you absolutely want to stay, spend the day with me, my team, and a community of like-minded authors to further support you on this journey of writing, publishing, and marketing your transformational book so you can make a bigger difference in this world, right? We need your message now more than ever. So please be sure to head over to GYBD Podcast. That's short for Get Your Book Done, GYBDpodcast.com. And that will send you directly over to all the registration information that you need to join us for this year's Transformational Author Experience coming up on October 30th of 2021. So again, it's GYBDpodcast.com to go secure your seat and join me live for an entire day. I cannot wait to see you there. It's going to be amazing and really going to help you get that book written, published, and marketed um, within the next six to 12 months. So excited to share everything that I can with you in the day we've got together. Um, so please do go register. Of course, we'll put the link in the show notes as well for you. So now I want to move on to our topic for today, which is love-based authorship. And my guest today is Juan Lee. Juan Lee is an author and he's a teacher on the powerful principle of love, which is why he's the perfect person to have this conversation today about love-based authorship. For over 30 years, he has studied organized religion to find the elements that unite humanity and share the message with those who need it. He's based outside of Washington, D.C., where he is also the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journeys, where they're teaching teenagers things like financial literacy and how to have a successful attitude so they can be successful in life. And that organization is now in D.C., but it's going to be going online and nationwide soon, so keep your eyes out for that. And Juan is also a decorated U.S. Air Force veteran and the author of the book, Love Made Simple. Thank you so much, Juan, for being here today. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's, it's a delight, really. I think we're going to have a great conversation. So listen up, everyone. Um, and if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, the first question I like to ask is, how did you land um, in the world of authorship? Like, what was the journey that made you an author how did it start and grow yeah yeah well <laughs> we're, we're in that process and uh well i mean let's take it back i mean my story is uh basically i grew up with an undiagnosed learning disability mm -hmm. um at 17 years old i basically was in a really i was frustrated was hopeless had no um ambitions or anything um just didn't know 
what life is about. Um, I needed directions. I knew you know where to go. Um, I went into the military. Um, I had been, uh, like I said, I'd been in you know religion, been a part of the Christian faith for all my life. But when I went in there, I just I didn't know anything. I, I could not understand the practicality of it. And and when it came to the military, I actually began to see some of the things that I'd been hearing about in the systems in the military. And they began to show me a system that repeated itself over and over. But there was some there were some components to it that were very important for those systems to work. And that was that everybody had to be have the same objective, same goal with the same attitudes to reach that same outcome. And the one thing that was connecting us all together, we had a mission. And it was to find that mission. We all knew that. It was no question as about what that mission was being in the military. And so once you got that mission, it was the military's responsibility to give us the attitude, the attitude that we needed to be able to accomplish that mission that we all had. We had all we all vested in that 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 that, that goal. It was to secure and to protect the Constitution in the United States, and you know every that's what we were there for. And those attitudes required um, something that we all needed to have. And that was where I began to see, and I connected that to the sim, the, 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 the statement of love never fails. Love mm, never fails. It was in the military that you really got that. Yeah, yeah. Love never fails because it was those components that connected those things together that allowed me to see that there's things that got to go along with this, this statement, love never fails. And so it was attitudes, the objective, and we all had to sell, we had to buy in on the same objective and with the same attitudes that would get you into that system that would never fail called love. So I'm just curious, how long did it take? Like you had this awareness back. I mean, you joined, I suppose, when you were 18, it sounds like. 17. 17 so, yo, yeah. You joined at 17. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was, okay. when I, was, I graduated at 17. Well, I take it back. I was 18. I graduated from high school at 17. I actually didn't get in until at 18. I was 18. Okay. So how, like, what was the journey from that to actually realizing this is a book? I've got to write this book called Love Made Simple and, you know, bring these principles to a broader, broader audience. It, what was that journey like in between? Well, see, that was the whole thing. I, once I got that, I implemented it in everything that I did in my life. Mm. everything that I implemented in my life. It was about every job, every relationship, every, everything that I implemented, it was about a system. And, I, and because of my learning disability, I needed a system. I needed a system that I could follow. I couldn't be trying to reinvent the wheel every day. I needed a system that I could follow that, would, that, was, what, that was why that, that feeling of insecurity and low self-esteem went away once I found my place in the system. That was in the military. So now I implement it and go back and say, life is just like the military. It's a system. And there's a lot to that because 
I went in and I realized that there are systems that we live under every day. And we are no different being human being, being human beings. We are a part of a system and we ourselves are a system. It's called humanity. There was a humanity in the past. There was gonna be a humanity in the future, but we right now are occupying this humanity in the present. And that's a part of the system that we are a part of. And once we get an understanding of that system, then we can have the right attitudes and we can be successful in that system, in that, in that process that we're in. So that was where that came. So all the way through until the time I got to this, to this point where writing my book, it was like, I, I just need to, I need to put this in paper because it just seemed so natural for me but so many people were missing it. I just couldn't, the people just didn't understand everybody falling into the, to the praise of life, you know, just being just whipped around with the whims of the life. And if you understand that life is a system, then you can prepare for it. You can execute things you know and prepare for things. Yeah. And I just found it so interesting because I've talked with so many authors who have written books, like they didn't realize necessarily at first that what they knew, just how they naturally did things or how they learned to do things in your case that became mm -hmm. natural for you, that they mm -hmm. don't, they don't understand at first. So like, doesn't everyone know this? Like, it's the thing that we are so good at, so natural at, so like, it feels like, it doesn't even feel like work. It feels effortless. It's just who we are and what we do and how we think. And I, oftentimes I come across authors who are like, well, you know, why would I write about that? Like, that's just really super, you know, that's just easy and natural and fun. And, you know, that's just how I am. But there's so many people who, where that particular thing is not easy and natural or fun for who they are, but they, they want to learn how to experience things in that more easy, natural, you know, enjoyable way. And it's, you know, sometimes we're so close to our message that mm -hmm. we sometimes we don't even realize that not everybody knows this not everybody lives like this not everybody understands this so i just i just wanted to point that out because i know some of you listening might be in that situation like i really don't have any like it's just it's so easy like why do i have to write a book about it? doesn't everyone know this no everyone doesn't know it <laughs> so and and that that was hard that was really hard for me to be honest with you. that was hard for me because i was like I, you gotta understand a person who had a learning disability have a learning has a learning disability I never would have thought that I would have been writing a book. Mm. I was like, what could I possibly have to offer in that realm of writing a book? What have I done? No, I've, we have to realize that we are very unique people. We, are, we have what is sufficient. And the reason that we have what is sufficient so that we could give it to others. And that's what we have to do is to find that uniqueness in us and then share it. And that's the thing that we all should, I mean, to be honest with you, everybody should write a book. If Everyone's it's a no a other message. than, that's what I'm saying. Everyone who's here has a message. And that's, you know, that's, that's what is about investing into humanity. That's what love does. It is, it allows us to invest. And writing a book is a great way of, to be honest with you, this is my legacy. I don't have any children. This is my legacy is to, to sow into humanity for the next generation. So, and so, 
Go ahead. Go ahead, and then I have a question for you. No, I was just that was that's the that's the things that that really motivated me is to to really give my message and to invest my 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 time here in this earth um, to humanity so that it will invest it into the next generation and and beyond. Thus, your nonprofit as well. Like it's all it's all tied in, Juan. It's so beautiful and so powerful. Absolutely, absolutely, and yes. Before we hit record for today's episode, we were having an interesting conversation about how love is really integral to authorship. And, you know, that's, that's why the episode is called love-based authorship. So I'd love for you to share and maybe reverse into the conversation we had pre-hitting record around what, like how and why is love such an important piece of the journey for our authors? I would love to. Um, the, the three components to love, and it's very interesting, there's three components to love. And, and they are essential for being able to not only write the book, but also to promote the book, to, um, to do everything, all, those, all of those very integral things that are involved in writing a book. And the first one is that love is a, is a, is a, a chameleon. And what love does is it allows you to adapt to other people for the purpose of success. And that means that when you don't know what you don't know, be willing to accept those who do and accept the fact that they have it, they're gonna be successful and you're gonna be successful also. If, if you accept the fact and just allow yourself to be embraced by others. You know, you don't have to understand it, just be willing to accept it. And then love is a conduit, is that it connects us one to another. It's those gifts and those talents and that perspective that you have and that perspective that someone else has around what you might, is your vision that you need to assist you and to, to help you on this journey of being an author. And then the biggest one and most of the ones that I think really puts the nail in it is that love is a choice. Is when we choose to love, when we choose to get engaged with others, we all together, we're gonna be successful. We are, it, it's, it, it's just that much more power together than divided and being separate. And that's what love does, is it connects us all together so that we can be our best selves, to, come, to be um, fulfilled in this experience called life. And for authors, it is just allows us to invest into humanity in a way in which we can pass it on to the next generation. So powerful. And the thing about this, and this is why we're talking about love-based authorship today, is when you think about those three components, right? Just lay those over on top of your experience in writing the book. Like nobody writes a book really alone, right? In order to write and publish and successfully market and promote a book, we can't do it alone. 
So, you know, there's like the second principle you talked about, the second aspect and, you know, being the conduit, the connector, it's like, we need other people to make our books a reality. We can't, like, we, we don't do authorship in a vacuum. And especially one of the most important connections that we could possibly make and have that book be a conduit is with our reader, right? With our reader who we are, you know, uh, if we go back to your first aspect of like, you know, love is a chameleon and, you know, lets us adapt to people. It's like, when you just look at those first two components, it's like, okay, who is my ideal reader? Where are they now? Let me understand them with where they're at, have compassion for them and understanding for them and acceptance of where they are on their journey and acceptance of myself where I am on my journey so that I can then be that conduit, be that connector from my heart to their heart, from my mind and soul to their mind and soul, helping them get this message that's going to help them experience you know, more of what they want to experience in their own lives. And then of course, love being a choice. I mean, I feel like that message, all of these message one certainly goes way beyond authorship, but love is a choice specifically to me feels, especially in today's world, you know, so much controversy, so much divisiveness, so much fear. It's like the antidote to all of it is love, I believe. So I love that third one that love is a choice because we can choose it every day, even when someone may have a different set of understanding or a different experience or, you know, look or act or, um, you know, whatever be different than us. It's like, man, we're all we're really, we're all the same. We're just human, right? We're all trying our best. Um, if, we're all if, trying if our I best. Can, if I can, just that little punctuation on that choice is that no one can stop you from choosing to love. Ah, if you're not driving, when you listen, write that down, no one can stop you from choosing love. It's, it is the, it's the element that allows it never to fail. You may find this interesting Mm -hmm. one. Um, when I interviewed Gay Hendricks, he's a multiple New York times, very successful author. And when I interviewed him, we were talking about writer's block, you know, cause I kind of have my theories. That I don't really think that writer's block exists. Like it's always something else. It's not about the writing. It's about what's happening behind the writing that can't let the writing come out. And when I asked him very specifically, like, what do you suggest that people do who feel like they're experiencing this thing that, you know, many people call writer's block. He said, I, I encourage them to ask themselves a question. And the question, and you might want to write this one down, Lee, or Juan, sorry about that, is what part of yourself needs to be loved right now? What part of yourself needs to be loved right now? And that ties into what you're saying here with no one can stop you from choosing love. And first and foremost, I think, especially in that case, it's about choosing love for ourselves and loving those parts of ourselves that we might, you know, initially consider like the unlovable parts, no, love that too, right? And you can choose to love that. And it does tie into helping the writing flow more easily. Do you have any thoughts or comments on that? Just curious since you're the one who wrote the book on love. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with you 100%. Um, uh, in, in the process of getting to this point though, is that we have to, and, and this goes to self-love and, and, and being able to be able to do this is that, We've got to do some deprogramming um, before we can begin to really begin to love ourselves because we've been taught and we're in an environment um, that really has, you know, comparison 
and we've been causing division and and we live that and so our attitudes begin to shape the way in which we view things and so we've got to do some deprogramming and i think the biggest thing is is that why do we believe or why do we think that we're not why what are those hindrances that are stopping us from being able to truly love ourselves because honestly to be able to love, you first have to be secure in yourself to be able to, you've got to love yourself first because it takes a tremendous amount of humility and sacrifice to love. It does. And so one of the things that, that I like to share with people is that, you know, love is the hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's also the most rewarding thing that you ever accomplish. And, and that's the work that you put in. And so sometimes it means that you got to deprogram so that you can reprogram. And that's, that's the power of being able to get that inner self out so that you can begin to share it with others is that when you can appreciate what it is in there and that you love that which, is, which you have to offer to others. I couldn't agree with you more. And this is, you know, this is those of you listening to me, even if this is your first episode, <laughs> um, listening to me, uh, you know, and hopefully, you know, by now that really what I'm all about is working with people through the lens of transformational authorship over here in the get your book done camp. It is not just about getting your book done. It is about so much more. It is about the journey. It is about who you become through the powerful healing, life-changing um, expansive process of writing a book. And so often while the journey that I take a lot of our clients on and that they go through is simultaneously this journey of sharing their message with others, but also going on a deep experience of more and more love for themselves as they step into owning their message, their gifts, their brilliance, their wisdom, their light, their knowledge, the information that they have that can help others. It's, um, it's like a, it's like, you know, two side-by-side -side tracks, you know, the creation of the book and the journey of really embodying and accepting and loving more of who they are through that process. And that's what writes, yeah. that's what makes some of the best books, you know, that, that, well, that makes the book sing. It's, it's amazing. Well, I, I, I agree with you 100% because that's the journey that I went on. You know, I actually, it was therapeutic for me because I mean, it was amazing how I was writing things and going. Yeah, that did happen to me. Yeah, that that did happen. And yeah, that did happen. I, as a matter of fact, I, I had a, a, a host, a podcast host asked me the other day if I had one person that I could could meet with dead or alive, um, who would that person be? And and I thought for very quickly a second and I said to the host, my mother, um, because my mother died when I was six years old. Mm. And it was just at that moment, understanding the impact of that happening with me at six years old, of what that meant to me. So yeah, I would say to you, absolutely, it's therapeutic. Um, and this journey, it's not over. I mean, I'm revealing and learning more and more about myself every day. And I just want to share it. I want to invest it into humanity so that the future generations 
will know this experience and can live a, a life that's fulfilling and successful whenever they might hear it. Yes. And that is exactly what I want for you listening to this podcast right now is to really embrace and understand the value and the power of this journey that a book, you know, writing a transformational book is indeed a part of. Um, so Juan, I'm, I have another question I want to ask you, but first, I know you have a free resource that we have put up on the show notes for everyone to go get your, um, your Clear Journeys newsletter called The Steps to Confidence. Is there anything more you just want to say about that? And then you, everyone can just go over to the show notes um, and the links there by Juan's information to link over and to participate and to receive that if you'd like to receive that. But anything you want to you know, say specifically about that before I ask the final question before we wrap today? Well, no, anyone just to, just to go to the you know, info at Juan, the author, and just request it. Um, it's just one of the many um, attitudes or additional attributes of love in the sense of just it's confidence. And uh, just if I can for just a second, I'm going to be also uh, putting out a course um, in the near future, probably next month, month after next, uh, October. I'm saying October now. Um, it will probably be out and it's going to be reimagining love. And it's basically how to make life changing decisions in your life. Um, so that's another thing that's coming from the book. It's going to be out, um, for anyone who's interested also. Well, that is so exciting. We'll make sure that we've got the link to your website and where people can learn more and everything yes. over on the show notes. So please, um, head over there if you're listening and you want to find out more about Wan Lee and what he's up to with his, um, mission to bring more love into the world, uh, through this fabulous book, Love Made Simple. And now through the programs and his nonprofit organization, just really up to amazing things in the world. So what would you say? This is, I always ask my, my guests the same first question and the same last question. So the last question I want to ask you is, you know, what is the single most important thing that you want our listeners to walk away with today? Like for the person just sitting there right now, they've got a book inside of them. Um, maybe it's not published yet. Maybe it's not even all the way written yet. Maybe they're still just thinking about it. What is the most important message that you want to leave with them today? I think it's, it's basically the signature of love. It's the fact that, you know, don't allow not reaching out to be the thing that stops you. You know, reach out for the help. You know, I think so many of us just refuse to acknowledge that we need help. Mm. It, is, it is essential to understand that we can't do this thing alone. We need each other. And it's if we can just, just embrace the fact that what you have, someone else needs. And what someone else has, you need. We know, I, I say so many times, I said, on the other side of our greatest weakness is our greatest success. Because it's when we begin to allow others to help us in those weaknesses, but we have to be allowing ourselves to be open enough and humble enough to allow someone into those weaknesses. And it's okay to say, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I had to learn that. I have a learning disability you can just imagine the gaps that I have to reach out for, for assistance. It's not that I can't, 
It's just that it's a long drawn out process to learn from. And so if I can just encourage you to just realize that this is not a single person venture, to get the help, ask for the help, seek the help. You and everyone else is depending on you. That seems like a perfect note to end on. Because like I said before, we can't do this alone. Just like it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village to help birth a book. So thank you so much, Juan, for being here today for you know, driving home this point and why, you know, love-based authorship is really like, it's what it's about. It's what it's about, especially for your transformational authors here listening, listening to this podcast. So I want to thank you, Juan, for your time being here. I am hopeful to see all of you at the Transformational Author Experience coming up October 30th. Again, just go to GYBD Podcast, and that will link you straight to the resource to join me on October 30th for that one-day amazing event that we'll have together, full day of talking writing, publishing, marketing, all from the transformational lens. So it's going to be a juicy one. I really want to see you there. Um, Again, and everything you need to know about Juan is in the show notes. So go to the show notes. I'll see you on October 30th. And until the next episode comes out, write powerfully, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.